0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: Yes, Board of Education got their first look at the proposed new American Dreamer STEM Academy. This is at the site currently owned by Oak Grove School. The budget for the project is almost $37 million. Construction is slated to begin in September. The expected move-in date is January 2025. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit our website, NowDecator.com.
2: Healthy is President Biden. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. He's about to find out. Our oldest president ever, now 80, will soon be getting a physical exam. And later today, he could speak publicly about the still unidentified objects shot out of the sky after the Chinese spy balloon was
3: taken down. Much of it's been recovered from the ocean. And as the spy flight parts dry out, the FBI is trying to gather intel, and the Secretary of State Antony Blinken may meet this weekend with his Chinese counterpart at a security forum in Germany.
2: Fox's Peter Doocy. Frustration in East Palestine, Ohio, the morning after a town meeting on the derailed freight train that burned for days, giving off toxic spills and smoke.
4: I don't think a lot of people got the answers that they were looking for. There wasn't representation from Norfolk, Southern. The
2: railroad company skipped the meeting, fearing a violent backlash. As people complain of headaches, rashes, sore throats, and...
0: Every hour, you know, another pet's getting sick, um... You know, lethargic, throwing up.
2: The EPA has said testing shows air and water being safe. It's now over 40,000 earthquake deaths in
5: Turkey and Syria. But miraculously, Elena Olmez is not one of them. Family members hugged rescuers as the 17-year-old was taken to medical care. She spent more than 10 days buried in the remains of her building. That's slightly longer than 13-year-old Mustafa. The hubbub of workers putting the injured boy on a stretcher.
2: Fox's Jonathan Savage at Michigan State, a vigil for three students murdered Monday night. To the individuals currently fighting for their lives in a hospital and their families... We're praying for you. Men's basketball coach Tom Izzo, what motivated the shooter remains unknown. He killed himself. A three-year-old boy shot himself last night in Florida and died. The Volusia County Sheriff's still trying to sort out how he got the gun. Then his neighbor says... The parents are responsible because they try keep it safe away from children. We got a new inflation update showing the rate of increase for wholesale prices declined to seventh straight month. America's listening to Fox News.
6: You've heard me discuss how my everyday aches and pains were affecting my daily life before I started taking Relief Factor. You've also heard me talk to you about how my friends and family have found relief from their aches and pains with Relief Factor. Well, let me tell you about Gary from California. Gary says, I cannot thank you enough. I am 62 years old and have just started taking Relief Factor. I've never felt better and will recommend Relief Factor to all my baby boomer friends. Well, thanks for writing, Gary. Three weeks from now, you could be doing the things you enjoy doing. Your first step to living the life you love, free from aches and pains, could just be to order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. After trying Relief Factor, over half a million people have gone on to order more. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief Live your best life and feel the difference with Relief Factor.
2: Well, now more specifics on that inflation report. Producer prices did rise 0.7% last month from December. That's a bigger increase than December from November. But measuring it year over year, annual wholesale inflation was down slightly for a seventh month in a row at 6%. We also got an update on unemployment. First time jobless claims declined slightly last week to 194,000. It's the fifth straight week. That number's been below 200K. House Republicans will put the border back in the spotlighting today amid a record surge of migrants coming to the U.S. illegally. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and four freshman members of Congress will get an aerial tour of parts of the Arizona border. Republicans hope to use the tour to further ramp up pressure on President Biden to do more to stop the flow of both drugs and illegal migrants. McCarthy has accused the Biden administration of breaking down society through what he calls an open border policy. But the White House says Republicans should, quote, spend less time on partisan publicity stunts and more time working on solutions. In Washington, Sean Lanchel Fox News. We mentioned earlier the concerns about a toxic train derailment site in Ohio. There's also concern right now in Florida. A fire is burning through five acres of a plant nursery in Kissimmee, outside. Orlando and it could be several hours before firefighters can put it out. There's concern that thousands of plastic pots used for the plants, are also burning, and that might produce something noxious. They've been testing the air.
7: And we're not getting any signal that would cause us to to call for an evacuation. Um, That could
8: change.
2: John Haskett is Kissimmee's deputy fire chief. Nobody has been hurt, and there's no clue found yet as to what started the fire. Ian Miami, Eben Brown, Fox News. On Wall Street, following that inflation report, stocks could drop. Dow futures are down now close to 300 points. I'm Dave Anthony, and this is Fox News.
5: Choosing LLCU for your banking needs means choosing to impact your community. At LLCU, we are committed to community investment, donating over $200,000 to nonprofits and volunteering over 2,400 hours to community projects last year. At LLCU, we offer more than checking accounts and loans. We offer a chance to be a part of something bigger. When you bank at LLCU, you bank on making a difference. Visit LLCU.org to become a member and feel good about where you bank. Federally insured by the NCUA.
8: When you have car trouble and need a tow, trust Shaner's Towing. Shaner's of Decatur is your best choice for business towing solutions in central Illinois. Roadside assistance, farming, towing and recovery, auto repairs and tires and more. If you're looking for a fast and reliable partner for all auto and heavy duty needs, just visit Shaner'sTowing.com. Trust Shaner's and save their number, 875-2200. That's 875-2200. When accidents happen, when you need a repair, trust Shaner's Towing.
7: Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast.
0: Today, we've got showers likely, possible thunderstorms, cloudy with a high near 44. Tonight, a chance of rain, then also snow showers, mostly cloudy with a low around 23. For Friday, mostly sunny, high near 32. And Saturday, sunny and breezy with a high near 48. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 37 degrees. Your WSY time is... Is 8.06 and this look at your weather brought to you by Shainer's Towing. Fast, reliable, 24-hour towing in the Decatur area. Give Shainer a call at 217-875-2200.
7: Good morning and welcome to the Thursday edition of Buyers and Company. We've got several young leaders in the studios from YLIA tell you about the grant-focused project about mental health they're doing, a chance to get some cash. Uh, we'll also check in with Debbie Bogle from the United Way next.
9: Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, screening live at NowDecator.com.
7: Good morning. We're back here on a kind of hazy gray. We had our fill, what, four days of sunshine. That was all Mother Nature's giving us. We're back to the rain and the gray. That's okay, though. Warmer temperatures I'm good with in February, Uh, although I swear we're going to pay the price for this.
0: Maybe so. I don't know when,
7: <laughs> but we will. It's been too, too nice. Uh, all right. You Through uh, all of COVID and and beyond, we've had all kinds of uh, you know strange behavior on behalf of human beings. Uh, but one of the consistent things that we've just been, uh, I don't know, i found to be so remarkable is this Young Leaders in Action group uh, who have really uh, jumped to the top of the line of stepping up and volunteering and being a part in the fabric of the community and giving back and, you know, that leadership changes out. We've got two seniors and two sophomores in the studios with us here this morning, but about 76 kids from all the local high schools uh, through the Community Foundation, and uh, it's just been a, a crazy thing to watch these young people lead uh, by example uh, and from the front. Uh, and one of the things that they have done now, uh, I don't know if this is the second or the third year, we'll find out in just a second, but they've got $5,000 uh, in service grant money to fund uh, mental health projects that are focused on youth in our community. And uh, in the podcast and the story on adicator.com, you'll find a link to the application uh, information, uh, and you have until February 28th, uh, but we'll tell you all about that in a second. But this is great, because they're deciding where these dollars go and, and how it impacts people in our community, which is pretty cool. Uh, all right, I was a little worried uh, uh, as they were walking in, Weston, I, I, it felt like a clown car of YLIA. I just kept seeing the bodies come in. I'm like, we've only got four microphones. So Timothy is not going to be on the air with us, but she's here uh, uh, observing. Uh, how did you get involved uh, with YLIA? Well, so when I was a sophomore, my
10: mom saw the application on Facebook and was like, you're just sitting around the house, it's COVID time, you need to get out and do something. So she made me fill out the application and uh, I kind of got bit with the bug of service. So I've been doing that ever since.
7: All right. So talk to me about what that felt like as a sophomore. Now you're a senior and in a leadership role. What have you learned?
10: Um, I've met a lot of new people, made a lot of new friends, and I've gotten many qualities that uh, advance me as a leader that I'll continue to use next year
7: and the years after. All right, and you're a, a senior at Mount Zion, right? Yep. All right, what's this school year feel like versus the last couple? Uh, back to normal. Yeah?
10: It's a finally a first year. We don't have to worry about masks. There's no social distancing at school, and
7: it's kind of just like a normal year of school would be. Yeah, it's been tough on young people, right? I mean, particularly people who were of junior high age during all this. They kind of got thrown from grade school into high school without a lot of transitioning. Uh And so that's been tough, right?
10: Yeah, I have a brother that went from grade school pretty much to high school, so... I'm not sure how that's like but he he's been doing fine so all
7: right tell me uh young leaders in action uh, walk me through you know your involvement this year you know kind of in a leadership position versus when your mom said hey get out of the house and do something all right so young leaders in action if
10: you didn't know is a group of young leaders, I guess, from all the schools in Macon County that we go around and we do community service, and um, last year we started a grant, which is what we're on talking about today, so...
7: I'm going to give it to... All right, we have, uh, uh, let me properly introduce our guest here, Weston. Uh, you're good. Uh, we, we've got uh, Morgan Perkins and uh, Lexi Marion and, and Anaya Ireland uh, in the studios from Mount Zion and Meridian. Uh, th- let me ask you first and foremost, do you enjoy being in charge? I mean, like you get to make the decisions. Unlike other groups, you know, they, they get kids to volunteer for something. They kind of tell them where to go and what to do. You guys get to self-determine all that.
11: Yeah, it's pretty weird being the youth in the group and being in charge. Like, I'm over here telling adults what we're gonna do. It just feels odd. But I like it.
7: Yeah, well, you know, being in leadership <laughs> isn't easy. And I think that's probably something you you learn quickly, right? That yeah. being the one who has to make the decisions comes with a lot of responsibility.
11: Yeah, it definitely does come with a lot of responsibility. All
7: right. And, and uh, uh, Lexi, you're a sophomore at Meridian? Yes. All right. And what made you get involved in the group?
11: Um, I saw some stuff on
5: social media like my freshman year. And I realized I couldn't apply until like later in my freshman year. And I like volunteering in my time, so I just decided it would be something fun to do.
7: All right. And has that paid off? I mean, is, is it what you expected or more?
5: Yes, I love it. All
6: right.
7: And, and tell me a little bit about getting to meet kids that maybe you wouldn't meet, you know, from other schools or other parts of the community and, and what that interaction is like.
5: Um, it's definitely nice to, like, meet other people from our community and stuff because I feel like going to a small school you're sort of like – you hang out with everyone, and you don't really meet other people. You know, broaden either.
7: your horizon. This has been yeah. able, And do you find? Uh, and this is, uh, to me, the key to human existence: is when you meet other people, you find that you have a lot more in common than you don't. Right? Yes. No matter what, if it's a bigger school or a different district, you find those same things that you enjoy. Yes. All right, uh, and I. Same for you. How did you get involved?
5: I uh, knew a ton of friends from my school who were involved, and I was interested in it when I was a freshman as well as Lexi. And when they sent out a form through our um, SAD leader, I guess you could say, uh, I applied, and I didn't realize I got in until, like, after our first meeting. And I was like, oh, gosh, I'm so behind. And, yeah, I've loved it ever since.
7: All right. So each of you, give me some takeaways. Western. I mean, what, what, you know, what? What have you learned that's going to prepare you for the rest of your life? You said you got bit by the bug of, of service, right? So it's important, uh, you, you know, because the vast majority of people don't step up and give back and volunteer their time. And I'm always grateful for the people that do, but it's an important thing to do.
10: Yeah, some of the things that I've learned the best is kind of like how to communicate with others. Like I felt like I've grown from not being able to talk to people and being shy to, to be able to talk to anyone and kind of uh, – put myself in their shoes and understand what's going on so we can help them to the of our full stability
7: all right morgan
11: mine's kind of similar to weston's i used to be the little kid that would hide behind my mom in public and now that i'm in all these organizations i've learned how to communicate with other people and it's something that people need to know how to
7: do absolutely it will serve you the rest of your life they still do speech class i mean do you still have to get up and do it but we need to do more of that right it's the thing that people are terrified of more so than even death which is crazy but they are but those communication skills will follow you the rest of your life yep all right uh when you guys when you get the applications in february 28th is the deadline is that right Yes. Okay, and then what happens after that? Because you have $5,000 you're going to be giving away. Is there a committee? Do you guys review? I mean, what, you know, what's the process look like?
11: Yeah, so we review our applications, and the five thousand dollars will not necessarily be given out to one. No, but several organizations. Yeah. yeah, but several groups, and we go through a process and we choose which group.
6: All
7: right. It doesn't sell. look like uh, the details you're asking for. You know, your name and description of the group, the contacts, the demographics served by the organization. You know, it seems like a pretty simple and easy process, yes. right? But you're looking for stuff that's going to be aimed at youth and, and mental mm-hmm. health.
11: Specifically, youth mental health. Yes a a school or a nonprofit organization that has a project that will impact mental health is what we are looking for. Right, for can, can you
7: give me an example, any of you of like who won last year so you kinda of get an idea of people that apply?
5: So last year um there was a few who won. It was South Shores Elementary, the Art Councils, Old King's Orchard and Two teachers, one from Dennis and one from Mountain Zion. Uh, we actually went and saw this, what South Shores, uh, elementary did. They actually made a ninja path, which, it, ninja walk, which is where they had a di- ton of different exercises for the kids to do. And it was really cute. Because some of the kids demonstrated it for us, and we also got to do it ourselves.
7: Yeah, how cool is it, you know, you, you go out and it's sort of a theory, like, you know, well, here's the thing we want to do, and you guys are able to fund it and then go see it in action? Yeah. That must be, you know, it feels really good to see what the work does, right? Yeah. Alright, so how many, for the requirements for YLIA, I mean, you guys are in now, but as people are coming in next year and there's an application process, right? How many hours do you have to put in? You know, what are, what are kind of the requirements if there's, uh, youngsters coming up behind you that want to be the next generation of leadership?
10: Okay, so we have our new member application that opens actually next Monday, February 20th. And we'll be kind of looking for students who, I guess, are involved at their school but also have time to commit to YLA outside of their school. Typically, we look for around four hours-ish a month of service from YLA. And two two hours of that four is just coming to the monthly meeting every month. And then they're kind of expected to serve in at least one or two events that gets them the other two hours. But we have a lot of members that go uh, over and beyond that and serve out a lot more things. So you can make it whatever you want to
7: make it, but there's a, a minimum
10: requirement. Yeah, there is a minimum requirement. We don't just want students that don't show up and then just slap it on their college resume and say, oh, I was in this,
7: but in reality, they didn't do anything. Trust me, you'll deal with that the rest of your life. That's not uh, <laughs> unique to <laughs> the YLIA. Uh, you can go to maconcountygives.org. Uh, Timothy's email address is tjoiner, J-O-Y-N-E-R at maconcountygives.org. You can send in uh, your request there as well. It must be a 501c3 nonprofit organization, church or school. Uh, Youth led groups are especially encouraged to apply, so uh, we want to hear from you. They got $5,000 to give out, so uh, we can have multiple, multiple winners. Well, keep us posted on this and, and let us know who the uh, grant recipients are, and you guys are welcome back anytime. Thank you. Thank you.
11: Thanks. Thank you.
7: There right. we go. Uh, Nick? Would you like to do the weather now?
11: Uh, Yeah, I'll
0: do the weather. You guys are awesome. Keep up the good work, please.
7: That would be your cue. Yeah, I was on
9: mute.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Even when you grow up, you mess up. Today, we've got showers likely, possibly a thunderstorm. It'll be cloudy today with a high near 44. Tonight, a chance of rain and also snow showers, mostly cloudy and a low around 23. For Friday, mostly sunny and a high near 32, and Saturday, sunny and breezy with a high near 48. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is 37 degrees, your WSOI time, it's 818.
7: Earthmover Credit Union presents the United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Pub. Tee it up anytime from now to Wednesday, February 22nd. Play the golf simulator at
6: Caddyshack, add
7: a $10 donation to the United Way, and your nine-hole score could qualify you for the finals and a chance at the $1,500 prize
8: purse. Get all the details at uwdcater.org or the United Way Facebook page. Earthmover Credit Union presents the United Way Open, courtesy of the 4-9 in Mount Zion, the country financial
7: agency of Ludwig & Young, the law office of Andrew S. Erickson, Blake of Palooza, LLC, and Newhoff Media.
5: Hi, this is Colleen Brinkotter with Brinkotter Realtors. Are you thinking of buying or selling a home? Give me a call. Colleen 217-433-9068. Whether you're a first time home buyer, moving up or downsizing or relocating, from the staging, marketing, to negotiating, to close. With over 25 years of experience, I can assist with making this a stress-free adventure. Call me, Colleen 217-433-9068. I would love the opportunity to list your home to get it sold for you, or find you a house to make your new Home
9: Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Primary care, urgent care, virtual care. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health. John, the
2: price of groceries is enough to send somebody into a panic mode these days, yeah, especially when the refrigerator goes kaput, even more so. We got a call from a customer who had that problem with a freezer load of those expensive groceries. And that'll keep you awake at night just thinking about it.
7: Right. So, because Dick Van Dyke stocks the 100 most used parts, we are able to send a factory-trained tech out to her
8: place to fix the problem before she lost any of that food. And he wasn't some subcontractor either. Trained
6: right here locally by the team of Dick Van Dyke. You know one way to fight inflation? Yep. Keep
0: from having to buy expensive stuff twice. Yes, you got that right.
1: This is Dennis Regan, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store, which means you have the comfort of knowing that if anything goes wrong, we'll make it right. Wow! Dick
9: Van Dyke, World. When you buy from us, you get the whole
8: One night only, save the date for the queen of bluegrass, Rhonda Vincent at the Kirkland Fine Arts Center, Saturday, March 11th at 7.30 p.m. The reigning queen of bluegrass and member of the Grand Old Opry returns to Kirkland with world-class musicians and an unmistakable award-winning voice. Enjoy a breathtaking, one-of-a-kind, must-see performance that reaches beyond the boundaries of bluegrass music. Learn more at rondavincent.com. Get your tickets now at kirklandfinearts.com or call 217-424-6318.
9: If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-826-9895. That's 800-826-9895. 800-826-9895.
0: It's your last chance to get a free rug when you
2: update your furniture at Menards. That's right. Buy any in-stock upholstered living room furniture at $2.99 or more and get a free 5x7 area rug. That's $149.99 in savings. The sale ends February 18th. If you need a new chair, sectional recliner, or loveseat, you better buy one today to get
8: a free rug. Hurry to Menards while supplies last. Save big
3: money at
6: Menards.
8: When you have car trouble and need a tow, trust Shaner's Towing. Shaner's of Decatur is your best choice for business towing solutions in central Illinois. Roadside assistance, farming, towing and recovery, auto repairs and tires and more. If you're looking for a fast and reliable partner for all auto and heavy duty needs, just visit Shaner'sTowing.com. Trust Shaner's and save their number, 875-2200. That's 875-2200. When accidents happen, when you need a repair, trust Shaner's Towing.
9: You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com.
2: The heart is a blow.
7: Shoots up through the stony ground. Tomorrow morning, we're going to give you the literally most sinful states in the United States of America. Ranked.
10: <laughs> cool.
7: Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it does when you're like... Well, anyway, uh, I thought I, I, I want to talk about Nikki Haley for a couple seconds. Okay. There were some things about her that I did not know.
0: I don't know much about her. Right. So I, I mean, most it, things I don't know.
7: Okay, about well, that's her. probably a fair way of putting yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I saw that, um, uh, Politico.com had like 55 things you need to know about Nikki Haley. right, You know, she made her announcement, she's Mm -hmm. in the race. I watched her yesterday as I was eating my lunch before I went to the Y, uh, do her speech thing. Mm
0: -hmm. She does, she, okay, so on mute, because I don't know what she said, she looks presidential, right? She's a a good communicator. Yeah, and the posture, and yeah, she looks like she's in control of what she's doing.
7: And she's a stark contrast to the, like, 80-year-old mm-hmm. politician. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And there will be people, you, you know, on the left that will go this or that or whatever. Here's a couple of things that I learned about her that I did not know. She was, after Bobby Jindal, only the second Indian American governor ever. Oh. Right? hmm In South Carolina. And in kindergarten... At Bamberg Elementary, because this is context, this woman is not that old, but in her life as daughter of immigrants, you know, who came to this country, when she, at the school play at Thanksgiving, she was given the role of Pocahontas, and as the boys danced around doing the American Indian hand-to-mouth call, she would later say, they understand that I'm not that kind of Indian, (laughs) This is the first thing that popped into
1: my head happened.
7: <laughs> and that she and her sister were once contestants in the Little Miss Bamberg pageant, and her talent was singing, and she did This Land is Your Land. But she, they, they literally they called their, their parents to the back and said, look, um, we have two categories, a black winner and a white winner, and if we put you in either category, we're going to make somebody mad. So they were disqualified. Whoa. <laughs> I, I say this in context I know. of growing up in a place yeah. that's not ready for you. Yeah, right. She could read and write cursive by the time she was four years old. On her first weekend in college, she met Bill Haley, who then became her husband and partner in life, and got him to change his name to Robert. Because, or Michael. Because he didn't look like Bill. <laughs> his middle name oh was Michael, man. so he changed his neighbor. So everybody before her, he was Bill. Man. After her, he was Michael. Man. These are the human stories I think are yeah. interesting about people. But here's some of the more things. Okay. Um, you know, when she ran, she was inspired by Hillary Clinton. She's a Republican, but when Hillary was, you know, uh, a keynote speaker, uh, uh, at Birmingham University, it inspired her to think about a political career. Trailblazer in that way. Regardless. She ran in 2004 for a seat in the South Carolina house and didn't have no one thought she could win. Right. And her opponent sent out mailers, uh, literally calling her a a Buddhist, which was, you know, the wrong. That is the insult. But I mean, it's the wrong religion. He missed. Uh, But with her picture of her father in a turban and a uh, uh, that wasn't a, a real Republican. So some of this crap has been going on forever. So in a deeply conservative legislation district that was mostly fundamentalist Christian and more than 90% white, she got in a three-way primary and ended up forcing a runoff that she won by 10 points two weeks later. Was this as the senator? As the, the state. Okay, hub. yeah. Yep. And then she told a story that a major potential, uh, when she decided to run for governor in 2010, that a potential donor asked for 10 years of tax returns and phone records and a full federal background check to make sure she wasn't related to terrorists.
0: So no no general geography knowledge or any grasp of anything. That's literally skin deep.
7: And then a state senator by the name of Jake Knotts, uh, who she was running against, was state senator, ex-cop and a Vietnam vet, called her a raghead. Now, here's the couple of things that are, that's anecdotal to go. Here's this woman who's overcome a lot of that kind of southern sort of thing we think about, although it exists everywhere. Yeah. But when she was governor, her number one priority was luring industry to South Carolina. When she left after her term, there were 400,000 more jobs than when she went in. Wow. Wow. And when she replaced Jim DeMint in the Senate, she appointed Tim Scott, making him the first black U.S. Senator from South Carolina ever and the first black U.S. Senator from the South since 1881. The legacy stuff. Here's the thing. She's never lost an election. Oh, wow. And has been the underdog every step of the way. So when you kind of go, well, I don't know what's good. She's formidable. Yeah, it seems. And has. Just by demeanor and whatever else is a stark contrast to what we are used to. Now, we'll see what happens next. We'll take a break for news. Back with more right after this.
1: This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Republican lawmakers are calling for action to address skyrocketing energy costs. Downstate GOP members say many families and businesses are struggling to pay their power bills. They're calling on the governor to take immediate steps to combat energy rate increases. Legislation has been introduced that would give $200 million to downstate families and businesses. Another GOP proposal would create a power grid task force requiring the General Assembly to look at the impacts energy policies are having on the state's ability to produce the necessary amount of energy. The Millican Music School's percussion ensembles are hosting Synergy, a percussion concert in Albert Taylor Theater, Saturday at 7.30. Tickets are available for $10 at Kirkland Fine Arts Center. For more on those and other stories and podcasts and videos, check out our website anytime, nowdecater.com. Fox News, I'm
3: Chris Foster. The rail company that had a train derail in East Palestine, Ohio, decided to not send anyone to a town hall meeting about the toxic chemical spill, citing security concerns. Hundreds of people showed up.
11: I wake up every day. I've been sick with my upper congestion. This morning I woke up
5: with my eyes swelled. My kids, um, we're just running in to grab something and then we're going back to grandma's
4: house because they keep breaking out in rashes.
3: Evacuation orders were lifted a week ago. The Environmental Protection Agency says tests show no harmful levels of contaminants. One person is shot and killed, three wounded at a shopping mall in El Paso, Texas.
7: We have two in custody. There is no more danger, and I want to repeat that. There is no more danger to the public. El
3: Paso Interim Police Chief Peter Pescea says an off-duty officer working in the mall was able to take down one of those suspects. It's too soon to tell why the shooting may have started and that the Cella Vista mall remains on lockdown until the investigation is finished. America's listening to Fox News.
9: Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Memorial Care is primary care for seeing experienced physicians and providers. It is urgent care when there's no time to wait for an appointment. It is virtual care for added convenience and virtual appointments that fit your schedule. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit Memorial.Health to find hours and locations in your area.
7: Yeah, that sunshine was great while it lasted. I did buy one of those lamps that Tanya told us to buy.
0: Have you used it?
7: Uh, Yeah, it just came yesterday. Fair enough. For what it's worth. Just saying if you're tired of the gray.
0: Yeah, well, this forecast is going to give you some gray today. Showers come with it. There are likely possible thunderstorms, cloudy and a high near 44. There's the gray. Tonight, chance of rain, but also some snow showers wanting to show up no. nice and cloudy. <laughs> 23. Friday, how about this? Mostly sunny, high at freezing, 32 degrees. Saturday, the best of the lot. Sunny and breezy, high near 48. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 38 degrees. Your WSLY time is 832.
9: Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDicator.com.
7: I have one last Nikki Haley uh fact for you. Uh she gave the GOP response to President Obama's final State of the Union address, you know, when they go to that awkward thing. Oh yeah. At the after the whoever the president is, and they go to the opposition. But but I want to read you a quote. And, and you got to remember, this was January of 2016, and that was when we were starting to see, you know, um, you know who was going to be, you know, running for president and all of that. And the quote was, "During anxious times, it can be tempting to follow the siren call of the angriest voices. We must resist that temptation. No one who is willing to work hard, abide by our laws." And love our traditions should ever feel unwelcome in this country. Now you can read into that whatever you want to read into it, but put it in the context of the time of what was going on. And you get what you get. Yeah. So. I watched that yesterday. I was a little fascinated. I just like, I kind of, when, you know, when the announcement was made, I was like, eh, you know, I don't, you know, whatever, but she's got a very interesting story and she is a very much a compare and contrast, just visually age, you know, like, and, you know, she said yesterday, I, I don't have the exact quote, but that basically politicians over the age of 75 ought to be able to, they, they should be tested about their mental ability.
0: Yeah. Yes, he did say that.
7: And I thought that was, you could take that as a Joe Biden insult. You could take that across the board Mm. as an insult because the two front runners are that age.
0: Yeah, and I think she's positioned in a way you said to the contrast to where that if she falls short to get the bid, that she might get the passenger seat.
7: Nobody, I mean, this is what people always underestimate. No one wants to be vice president. Of
0: the I United know States that. States of I know that.
7: No one is running to no, be no, no, no. vice president of the United States. I
0: understand that.
7: That job was described from a former vice president as being akin to a warm bucket of spit. <laughs> no one stand there and do nothing. No one wants that right so uh, you know unless they are Marjorie Taylor Green or somebody of that ilk you, you know but now I, she's she's running she's the real deal I don't know whether she'll I mean who knows we got a long right. time to go but I think that there is something there with her that could be a pivot away from what I think people want to do but are afraid to do it and don't know how to do it or maybe they're not that's a worst case scenario but she's A good communicator. Yeah. And man, wouldn't it be refreshing to have somebody that isn't 8,000 years old in the White House? How are you doing, Debbie Vogel?
4: I am great.
7: I am great. (laughs) Thank you very much. The sophomores were better than that. They were. They did a great
4: job. I ran into them out on the street. I was like, you guys did awesome.
7: Yeah. How you doing?
4: <laughs> doing good. Um, we've been really busy and, um, doing a lot of things at, at United Way and increasing our capacity, um, to serve the community and in many different ways. But we just this week received, um, five of our employees received their um, certification to be community health workers. Um, so we're excited about that and to be able to continue to serve our community.
7: What does that mean exactly?
4: So community health workers are, um, we're kind of a in, in between for health and social services, which is kind of what we've been doing anyway.
7: Which where a lot of people, that's where most people are.
4: <laughs> yes. And um, to be able to, um, uh Advocate for patients, clients, um, you know, in, in the health industry and um, in social service and help them either be self-sufficient or continue to be self-sufficient or gain self-sufficiency. And so there's a lot of different aspects to that. Um, and, you know, it's kind of exciting work to to be able to do that. Um, that's in partnership with Illinois Department of Public Health and Crossing Healthcare, and it'll just increase our knowledge, increase our ability to serve the community in the ways that our community needs um, assistance right now.
7: All right, that's great yeah, um, it, you know it's more fun being proactive and active rather than just sort of being a place that accumulates money to do what i I mean that doing it with such intent and purpose has to be much more rewarding than just sort of the way we used to do things.
4: It is. It's not just for us. It's not just paperwork. Everybody, five of my employees are certified now, including myself, and they're very passionate about what they're doing. It's not just coming into a job. It is, I mean, we are seeing more and more um, folks call in, um, you know, needing help and assistance with rent, mortgage, power bills, um, food, you, you name it. And, um, you know, we're, we've been able to help, um, a lot of folks with just some, like yesterday, I had a phone call, um, a gentleman, he's, he's a seasonal worker, um, right now he's on unemployment. He, he's trying to move to an apartment and, um, he had to, the place he was living, the, the, uh, landlord is selling it.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, he has everything he needs. He just, today does not have the $20 for the application fee. And so he can, you know, wait till his next unemployment check. Then he's two weeks behind that can put him out on the street for a week or two. I mean, just little things like that. So if we can pay that $20 for him to to do that application fee, that prevents him from being homeless until he can get a new apartment. I mean, just little things like that are happening.
7: People don't, I I think that um, people who are, lucky enough in life and smarts and everything else play into that too, but don't have to think about those little things or those little things don't have an impact on them. I mean, I I wake up every day feeling blessed that like that, that wouldn't be me, but I also wake up every day going, you don't know what the future looks like and you have no idea, but, but being able to intervene, And change circumstances that don't have to go where they could go because of the ability to be able to have the flexibility to go here. Right. And and once you keep somebody out of poverty, it's it's impossible, way harder to get people back out of it than it is to keep people from falling into
4: it. Yes. And this twenty dollars, it doesn't seem like a big deal. It doesn't. Well, he can go stay with a friend for two weeks. What that does to somebody's mental health. To be in that kind of situation, even for a small amount of time, not knowing where you're going to go or what you're going to do, um, or who you're going to be a burden on is, is a big deal. Yeah. And for just a, you know, 20 bucks. Um, we can prevent that whole right. drama but that story could that.
7: be for five hundred dollars or yes. for two thousand uh, dollars you know or for you know thirty six dollars and seventy three cents I mean those stories get told every single day it 's just a lot of people don 't see the face of it, uh, so it 's easy to be cynical about everything and, and it 's just i 'm thankful for the work that you do and I, I know. Thank you that, um, you, you've had help from the Howard G. Buffett Foundation and being able to do stuff like this yes. to have that flexibility, which so many of those things go on in this community that people don't know anything about.
4: Right. And, and I can't even explain, um, the impact that has had on, um, on the community and being able to serve the community in that way, um, for Alice families. Um, there's, there's not a lot of assistance for those Alice families
7: it, it's anywhere. The, it's the systematic problem with government, just generically speaking, yes. is that they have to have rules. And so there's a system that gets put in place, except life doesn't usually follow those lines, right? I mean, the right. rules don't match what real life looks like. But then it sort of becomes institutionalized. And the bad thing is that people who are Chronically in need of help generally know where to go to get that help because it's part of, you know, the thing. The people that find themselves put into that category are oftentimes either Ashamed to ask, don't even know where to ask, and they end up suffering sort of quietly and silently, and no one's advocating for them. And we've never seen more of it than during COVID. I I mean, because of that acceleration factor of everything. So you get people that aren't going to be chronically homeless, but they end up in their car or a motel, you you know, when a little bit of intervention could keep that from going down further.
4: Exactly. And you know, the people that we've been able to serve over the last couple of years, um, they're not calling back, you know, they're not coming back year after year. Um, they, they've found themselves in a situation where they just needed a little bit of help to get them back on and their feet. Often and often
7: the stuff that's out there, they don't qualify.
4: Right. For. Exactly. And so we've been really, I mean, it's incredible the amount of people we've been able to to help and just the help that they needed. And, you know, it's, it's sometimes very sad in the situations and sometimes, you know, you know me, <laughs>
5: yeah.
4: it, it's difficult to hear some of these stories. Um, but the, the ability to be able to have an answer for them is, um, is incredible. And we're, we're just very lucky and blessed to be able to be in a position where we can, um, serve that the community in that way.
7: All right. Well, keep up that work. I, I mean, it is, I, I just, it's quiet. People don't hear about it. It's not like it's splashy, but it is just literally life changing for people, uh, or keep a life changing event from happening to them. Uh, and it's, it's stuff that doesn't get all the, the sexy headlines and the stuff, but it's, man, is it important?
4: Yeah. You know, it's not, um, you know, pe- the, the effect on mental health. And that's, you know, a oh. hot spot right now. And this all ties into that. And it, it can really be. It can save somebody.
7: Well, uh, keep it up, and if you want to support things like this, uh, you know, support the United Way. Uh, and it, you, you know, it's—I know everybody wants to like get the United Way form, and you know, I, I want to pick a designated fund. But the more flexibility people give to you and your organization, who's on the level of seeing it eye to eye and making those decisions where the funding goes, that's huge.
4: You know, it really is. And designations for us—if if, if we're the only way that somebody's going to um, invest in their community, yeah—then um, then we want want that. We want them to be able to do that. It's the ease of being able to do payroll deduction. Um, but really, that's just a pass through for us. You could just write them a check and you know, um, and and do it that way as well. Um, but the community impact piece is that uh, vetting of the organizations, and and it's not a bad thing. No, I mean, it's, we have but, great organizations. But
7: it's allocating the resources to what's working, and most people who give don't have that internal inside knowledge of that. They may have uh, an attachment to a brand, you know, or a thing. But you guys are you're putting the dollars where they're working and where there's actual results. And so, as, as a donor, I'd much rather trust that and, and let right. you guys do the most work with it.
4: And where the request from the agencies is. So, you know, if they need um, if they're applying for $50,000 for this one program, that's where they need the money. Um, You know, that's what they have to spend that money on. That's what they're saying. We need this. And the the more that we can we can invest in those programs and our own internal programs, the better our community will be.
7: No doubt about it. All right. uh, Let's do the break. Uh, I want to have, there's a couple of pop Cultured, I don't maybe I didn't There's stuff out there that I, I want to talk about a little bit. One is this belief that DeMar Hamlin had a heart attack because he got vaccinated, which was pushed out by former gubernatorial candidate, State, State Senator Darren Bailey, just yesterday. Uh, the second is the jacket he was wearing at the Super Bowl. And why... Adrian Peterson feels like he has any moral superiority to weigh in on anybody else's behavior. Can we wrap all that up in one conversation? I think so.
0: Uh Yeah, you're a broadcast professional.
7: Thank you, I am. Mm -hmm. People forget that sometimes. Mm -hmm. I have awards and everything.
0: I have an award. I
3: want to, but it's also yours,
7: Nick. Nick, <laughs> it's also Debbie's. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah,
0: it's so many people.
7: Yes, but Nick's got it in there on his.
0: Got some for his trophy case? Can't put my Legos there.
7: Uh All right, let's take a break. Debbie Bogle's here from the United Way. We got about fourteen minutes left. You want to hear this next part? And then tomorrow, the most sinful states in the United States of America ranked in order. Where do we land in Illinois? Stay tuned.
8: Don't miss your chance to cheer on fighting Illini basketball this season. Ah, Deafening hit here. 15,000, another sellout. out. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. Shannon, hello! Slam dunk! Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. And the celebration is on! Get your tickets today at FightingAllini.com.
9: Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Memorial care is primary care for seeing experienced physicians and providers. It is urgent care when there's no time to wait for an appointment. It is virtual care for added convenience and virtual appointments that fit your schedule. Memorial care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health to find hours and locations in your area. Billingsley is a name that people have known in Decatur for decades. It has stood for quality automotive service for over 75 years.
4: When we decided to expand our operation to include a brand new travel center, it had to be done right. With a project of that scale, we turned to First National Bank of Decatur to help us navigate the complicated financial aspects. With First National Bank's help, we are well on
9: our way
11: to a grand opening. I'm Myra Billingsley, and on behalf of the Billingsley family, I want to thank First National Bank. First
0: National Bank, the quality bank. Member FDIC, FNBQuality.bank.
9: You're listening to Fires and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com.
7: Okay, good morning and welcome. We're back here. So, the entire world stopped during that football game when uh, DeMar Hamlin went down and had to be brought back to life, right? Right. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything I've ever seen in sports that matched that moment where the majority of people just went, oh, my God. And the love and prayers and expression, you know, like, mean like whether you knew his name or not, or had any former, you, you know, or, or any awareness of him as an NFL player, it didn't, none of that mattered, right? Not at all. Okay. But we live in a country where even something that dramatic and powerful, give it a couple of weeks and people will turn it into something. that's not.
0: It happened instantly, actually, Brian. Yeah, it
4: didn't even take that long.
0: While he was on the field, I told you about
7: it. Yes, but you're talking about just uh, like a handful of nutbags on Twitter not somebody who wanted to be governor of Illinois. True. Right? It was substantiated later, yes. So, he gave this hesitant answer about what caused the heart attack. Now, I I don't I, listen, you could speculate a million things. Performance enhancing drugs. I mean, whatever it might be that he wasn't comfortable talking about in some people's minds that immediately goes to vaccines. Right? I'm so done with these people. I I I mean, they're just I don't have a medical degree, so I trust people who have a medical degree.
4: But also, it's absolutely nobody's business but, but whatsoever. No,
7: it, it isn't. But, well, of course, there's your ultimate hypocrisy because Darren Bailey spent an entire gubernatorial campaign telling people it was nobody's business whether he was vaccinated or not. Now all of a sudden a wide receiver for the buff or for the, he played for Buffalo, right? Yeah. Bills. Cornerback. Oh, oh Darren Bailey an answer? <laughs> Shut up. Uh, and then he, he's at the Super Bowl. Okay. And I, my reaction at the Super Bowl was wow. Yeah. He's there. What a great inspiration. Other people were worried about what he was wearing. Now I gotta be honest, I thought it was SpongeBob. I didn't know it was Jesus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people did.
7: Yeah. But that's how much I care. I, I, I mean, like whatever well you have olive oil shoes on today.
4: Really? That's what you call them?
7: Yeah, pull them up there for Nick to see.
4: I the, think Nick saw them last
7: week. Definite yeah, think- olive oil vibe. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. No, it's good style. Popeye the sailor. <laughs> uh, so He's, so from what I understand, this jacket had sort of a, 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 a kind of a avant-garde artistic tape on Jesus as so a Japanese designer. First of all, he paid way too much for it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
7: I mean, that much I'll judge. $3,300, no thank you. Uh, but now, and then what does the guy who gets charged with criminal abuse of his children and, and beating his wife and I mean, where does he come off Proclaiming to speak for Jesus.
0: I I don't I don't know. He he always put his faith out there to be fair, but 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 he always put his beaten family members out
7: there. Oh yeah. Adrian Peterson is who I'm talking about. I mean, not alleged to, charged with. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The latest one being in 2022. That's right. And to taking it. I mean, not only did he do it on an airplane, I mean, everybody else had to go back to where they came from to solve it all out. Right. Mm-hmm. More domestic violence. I mean, I just don't know how you ignore that when standing in moral judgment about Jesus with someone else.
0: It's hard to reconcile that.
4: Absolutely.
7: So then, Demar Hamlin, to his great credit, and he shouldn't have to answer for any of this. I didn't take his jacket to be some sort of moral declaration of anything, right? Like I said, I thought it was SpongeBob, but I didn't see Janet Jackson's nipple either. So I, you know, I miss (laughs) this stuff sometimes. (laughs) And I think most people do. And they're only outraged after someone else gets outraged. I didn't know
4: anything about it until like the next day was all over, you know, the Internet. I was like, what? What is is this jacket? So
7: here's what he said. Not Adrian Peterson, because I don't give a damn what he says. Right? Right. Talk to the Lord about beating your wife. You got your own soul searching to do. He said after talking with my parents this is Demarion, I understand how my coat could have offended some people. It was never my intentions to hurt or disrespect anyone. The coat is abstract art to me. It says eternal, which I am eternally thankful to my savior. He's, okay. That's all you, you you don't even have to tell me that. Mm-hmm. But once you say that, we're done. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Why do people lose their minds over nothing? When there are things you should be losing your mind about mental health, uh-huh. you, you know, there's things you should be passionate about. And we use so much energy in this country doing this kind of crap and our leaders that they all, this is their playbook. If you would just take that energy and do something good with it, I promise you, you would like yourself better. <laughs> It's true. I mean, honest to God, right? I told you I got one of those lamps. Think about that as a metaphor for life. You know what I didn't get? Something that resembles like hell or or like, you know, let me have an hour of agony and and, and horrible, (laughs) awful feelings. You know. So why do people feed on that?
0: I I don't have an answer to that. But you look at, at the moment that he hit the field and the nation paused, the world to some degree paused. You rallied around him with care, people out rushing to the hospital in both jerseys from different areas, news, everybody reporting on it, watching his care, seeing how he is. Raising millions of dollars for a stranger they know nothing about on a team they know nothing about and the good that has come of that, the inspiration that it's brought to people and the thing and the, and the little, the noises are, is that even, is that a body double up there? Is, is he unvaccinated? Is that why it happened? Is, is this coat satanic? It's like we are trying to just take away something that showed us that people could rally around a human being in need. And turn it into a positive. like we all can't handle being on the same page, yeah. and, you know, yeah, we got to mess this up somehow. because
4: yeah. oops, we were on the same side collectively. Yeah, I didn't understand the body double thing, and where I, I didn't read into it. I saw headlines, and I was like, I'm not even. Okay, right. what's the point? I'm not even going to entertain that. Yeah.
7: But here's what we do: the jacket was criticized. This is USA Today. By seven-time Pro Bowl running back, Adrian Peterson, who said it was blasphemous and disrespectful. Why do we describe him as seven-time Pro Bowl running back?
0: There's a lot of adjectives you could use for him.
7: (laughs) Because they wanted to add
0: credibility to the, the worth of that statement.
7: This is where the media falls down. And this is where you take, I don't care, even if it's a large amount of people, significantly it's small based on the population at large that do this stupid stuff on social media, and then we turn it into news. Right. It's ridiculous. Guy wore a jacket. I mean, i He's got an artsy side. I know it's mm-hmm. probably hard to understand for the meatheads that love football just because we want to pull people's pants down and hit their scrotum. Oh, I'm sorry. New Mexico State, that was basketball. Yeah. But this guy's got an artsy side, and so... It's got to be anti-Jesus.
0: And it might wrap your brain a little crazy that the artsy side where that jacket came from is on a storefront ran by Takashi Murakami, who's the designer of the Louis Vuitton logo that's probably on the purse sitting at their desk. That brown pattern.
7: Adrian Peterson probably has the purse. <laughs> right. We just can't have a good store? No. Can't have a happy ending. Can't have a, wow, that's inspirational. Can't have a, thank God. I, that's unbelievable. A miracle. Yeah. Can't have any of that.
0: Happy People just and, aren't having it. I mean, there's no, at them.
7: Yeah, no way. I don't get it. Just energy vampire suckers, you know? It'd be one thing. I always say all of those mushroom heads, like from the TV show. <laughs> yeah. See, the last of us. <laughs> you you could just, just see just coming. Just like, all right, no time. Yeah. Yeah
4: no
0: thank you no thank you no thank you did you see the bloater yeah oh yeah i played
4: the game
7: i didn't you play the game i don't these are all surprises for me Yeah. yeah
4: i don't understand how this is a game but i'm not a gamer so i but i really like the show isn't it good yeah it is so good
7: uh catch up new episode on sunday they were so smart putting that out on friday on super bowl sunday right because that, yeah. that was great. I, Pedro Pascal's great. I love the young woman who she's older than. She's like nineteen. She's older than she's she books mm-hmm. in the show. Yeah, right. Yeah. And she was in Game of it.
4: Thrones. And
7: I don't remember her in Game of Thrones. There were a lot of characters. Yeah, in Game there of were. Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Bogle. How do people reach you guys? org.
4: Yes, and you can call me directly at two one seven four two two eight five three seven.
7: That's it for us. We will be back with you bright and early tomorrow, the most sinful states in America and the most important things that have happened, global events over the last 100 years. I swear to you, I'm going to get to that this week. If you missed the show today or any of the interviews, podcasts are available at Nauticator.com. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow.
9: WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com.
1: This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Governor Pritzker is unveiling a nearly $50 billion budget that makes a heavy investment in early childhood education. One major component of the governor's plan would focus on the importance of preschool, quality child care, early intervention, and home visits. He's also calling for more money for K-12 through education, college MAP grants, and programs to ease worker shortages. Macon County nonprofits are eligible to apply for up to $2,000 in microgrants to fund professional development programs through the Community Foundation. The deadline to apply is March 31st. Selected nonprofits will get their awards on April 13th. Microgrants can be used.
4: You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.